Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health podcast. If you are done with being unhealthy, tired and sick, and are ready to get healthy so you can improve the quality of your life, then this podcast is for you. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss identity, which is a very important and really a key component to wanting to lose weight and get healthier, or really, for that matter, any kind of change you want to make into your life. So what exactly is identity? So your identity is a set of physical, mental, emotional, social, and interpersonal characteristics that are unique to you. Your identity gives you a sense of self. It's a set of traits that distinguishes you from other people. Uh, While you might have some things in common with others, no one else has the exact same combination of traits that you do, which becomes your identity. Uh, So your identity plays a huge role in how you carry yourself in the world and the decisions that you make. So there are several factors that make up a person's identity, including physical appearance, education, profession, race, gender, interests, and beliefs, and, and many, many more. And really in the child in your childhood and, and when you're growing up is when you first start to develop a sense of uh, self-concept to form the, your identity. So your identity or portions of your identity can have a positive in, impact on you, or if you have a negative identity, it can have it can really hinder you. So a negative identity can be based on things that have either happened to you, uh, where you're currently at in life, or just stories that you tell yourself. It can also be based on what other people say about you. The American sociologist Charles Cooley said, I am not what I think I am, and I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So really what actions you take and what you say and how you talk, uh, what you talk about informs others what to think about you. And what others think about you also influences what you think about yourself. So it kind of goes back and forth. And over time, if, if you're starting to create a negative identity, over time, those things can play off of each other. And that negative, inter- that negative identity can get more and more reinforced. So as I mentioned, as you're a child, that's when kind of really your identity starts getting uh, formed. And a lot of that can come from things that maybe have happened to you. And then you start to accept that that's the person you are. Um, like you've heard people, you know, talk about like, oh, I'm not lucky. You know, they might have had a few things happen to them over and over. So they may start adapting that identity of they're an unlucky person. And then the playoff that if, if you keep talking like you're an unlucky person, other people hear that and they start looking at you as if you're an unlucky person or whatever the identity is. So really the way that you carry yourself, the actions that you take, And the way that you talk really are what forms your identity in the eyes of others and in your own eyes. So then when you have a negative identity or a negative portion of yourself is identified as a certain way, then that can start ingraining into your head and you'll start acting accordingly. So I've heard people before, you know, just talk about how, oh, I'm not good with money or, you know, really create an identity 
of being a poor person, uh, of never having money. Oh, I never have money or I never catch a break or whatever. And when they create that identity of being a poor person, the decisions they make are based on be doing what poor people do. So you start acting within that identity. That's the same way when it comes to weight and weight loss and health is that I've heard so many people that when they're talking about themselves, they say, oh, I don't do that. I'm a fat person. And, oh, I really like to eat. And so you you are creating that identity of you are a fat person or you are an unhealthy person. So then you start living that way. You start taking actions, making decisions based on the identity that you created that you are an unhealthy person or you are a fat person. So then when situations arise and you are presented with something, you will make decisions based off of that identity. So let's use an example. Let's say you identify as, oh, I'm a fat person. I love to eat. And that's that's who what you keep telling yourself. So then if you are with a group of friends and every week you guys, you know, meet to go out to eat or whatever, and there's always extremely unhealthy food and all that stuff, you are going to be included in that group. You're going to go along with it. You're going to eat as a fat person. You're going to eat as an unhealthy person. You're going to make decisions because that is based on your identity. And instead of, if you tell yourself, I am a healthy person that is trying to get healthier I am an unhealthy person that has allowed myself to slip out of being unhealthy, but I am an unhealthy person and you're identifying as a healthy person, then that situation can be turned around to where you can say, hey, everybody, how about we go to this place? It's got some healthier options. Or how about we get together at someone's house and make healthy meals? And and you start making decisions based off of the identity of being a healthy person instead of a unhealthy person. The other thing when it comes to identity is, is again, as you act, the way you act and the way you talk reinforces that identity into the minds of the people you are around. So then that's how they see you. So then they treat you as that person. So then to them, you're the fat person. So then to them, you're the person that likes to eat. You're the person that's unhealthy. And so then they treat you that way. And so if you want people to treat you differently in those scenarios, then you have to start identifying as a healthy person or you have to change what your identity is. And if you have those shifts, you're going to start making those different choices. The other challenge when it comes to identity is sometimes these things are formed organically and you're not really taking control of how they are formed. It's just you're kind of going through life and reacting or you're going along with people that are around you. And then over time, the actions you're taking is starting to form that identity in other people's minds. So sometimes your identity starts with the other people and you start hearing that and then you start incorporating that into your life instead of you taking control and saying, this is who I am. So then I'm going to act accordingly. So sometimes your actions really can change how the people view you and, the, and they start creating that identity for you. So another thing you have to be real careful with when it comes to identity is 
what you what you attach your identity to. And so what I mean by that is there's certain things that you can attach your identity to that don't serve you. And if that goes away, then you you are lost without an identity. So this this happens. You hear this a lot when you cut when it comes to like uh, professional athletes. You know, you have a person that's trained their whole life to be a football player and they make it to the highest level and that's what they're doing. And then something happens, an injury or whatever, and that's taken away from them. They identified as a football player. Once that's taken away, they are they are unsure who they are. And, and it really causes some uh, really mental health issues with them because they're no longer they no longer can move forward in life being who they were before, and they have to re reimagine a new identity, and that's really challenging to them. An example of this in my life is that at one point in time, years ago, I was working for a company, and I had rose up to the director level, and I attached my identity to being a director. It really had nothing to do with the job I was doing or whatever, but I just attached my identity to where I had a director title. Now, one of the reasons I did that is because I had a very low self-esteem and that director title gave me gave me something to show to the world of like, look at this, I am worthy. And I, I have made it, so to speak. And I, I've got to a certain level Hey, everybody, look at what I've achieved. And at some point, um, the, the identity got more important than anything else. So then it, so then there came a time where within that job, I no longer liked what I was doing. I no longer believed in the company. I really could not. I really had very big issues with the leadership above me in this company and was and was miserable, but I refused to leave because my identity was attached to that director title. Now, what had happened was I ended up getting fired from that job. So then when I left and that identity was pulled from me, I really struggled. Even though I didn't want to be doing that, even though I didn't want to be there, I attached my identity to that title, that job title, to show people I was worthy. And that was taken away and I really struggled for a while after that. So now when it comes to any kind of work environment, I attach my identity to some of the skills that I have. So I'm a pretty good ideas person. I'm a pretty good problem solver. I have a fairly high level of an emotional intelligence when it comes to a work environment. That's how I, That's what I attach my identity to. That's who I am. And that can fit into any role I take in any job at any company. And so being being real careful about what you're attaching your identity to is very important to make sure it's not something that can easily be pulled away from you. And then you're lost without an identity. And then that's that's a really scary place to be in. So as I said before, when it comes to identity, it can really be formed in childhood and it can be formed by what people say about you. And sometimes it can be formed by what a parent or relative thinks about themselves. So they push that onto you. And some of those identities can be formed over time. They can be formed over what, what things have happened to you. 
and maybe something was repeated to you multiple times. And because it was a, you know, a few times happened to you, you adopt that as your identity. I'm the type of person that this happens to. And, and again, that's a scary place to be in. And so a lot of these, a lot of the identity that you have can be, could have formed organically. So really what you want to do when it comes to your identity is you have to think about what you want your identity, what you want your identity to be. And I work a lot with this with my clients is that really have to form your own identity. And so then how do I do that? So when it comes to forming your own identity, one of the most important things you can do is figure out what your current identity is. Ask family and friends, ask people, just say, you know, ask people that are are close enough to you that are really going to give you the truth, really going to tell you, um, you know, hey, you're this or, you know, you're kind of, a, you know, a, a angry easily or whatever it is. All that is your identity. All that is feedback. So then you're going to get multiple people telling you this is who you are. That is your identity in their eyes. And so what you'll want to do is take the good, remove the bad, write down who you want to be, where you're wanting to go, what kind of identity needs to be you need to have in order to reach those things and then have like, I would say four to six, you don't really want more than that of, of characteristics of your identity. Write those down and really keep those someplace where you can see them often because again, your identity is going to be, is going to affect the way you re, you show up in the world, how you react to things and you really want to get that identity ingrained in your head. And then you're going to have situations arise that have you, give you the opportunity to decide, am I still this person or am I this new person? And that's when the really the real growth begins, when you can start living to that new identity. So again, identity when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to uh, getting healthier, really when it comes to really trying to accomplish anything in your life, your identity, how you see yourself is extremely important. And again, identity can really be formed by what other people say to you. But the most important thing is if you can create the identity for yourself and that's what you listen to, that's who you believe, eventually other people will see that. And that's the words that they will start saying. That's what they'll start seeing. And that's who they'll start seeing you as. Changing their mind is going to take a long, a lot more time than changing your mind, you're going to be able to change your identity faster than you can change what your identity identity is to them. But still, over time, making those choices based on that new identity is going to start having an effect on other people as well. All right. So for today's episode, we have two action items. Action item number one, take inventory of your current identity. Ask other people, ask people close to you. If you're in a relationship, ask your significant other. Really determine what your current identity is. You might not like it, but at least you know what it is. Action item number two. Write down at least three. I would advise four to six, but just for this exercise, write down at least three new characteristics for a new identity that you would like to become. Those are your two action items. Action item number one, take inventory of your current identity. Action item number two, write down at least three new characteristics for a new identity. All right, thank you so much 
for joining me on today's episode. And once again, if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a positive review, and then share it with someone. And again, if you're interested in coaching, please visit my coaching website at kesterhealth.com.